you're seeing a lower level of mortality on those and the piglet mortality also on those farms was uh, 9.3%. So lower mortality, higher litters per sow and a higher born alive is giving those top 25% of farms the 30.3 pigs produced per sow. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Pig Edge, Chagas's Pig Podcast with me, Amy Quinn, where we are bringing you the latest news, information and advice to keep Irish pig farmers up to date. The 2022 Chagas National Pig Herd Performance Report is hot off the press, showing some changes in our key performance indicators for 2022. Here to discuss the report and interpret the figures and trends in more detail for us is Specialised Pig Advisor Ger McCutcheon. I first asked Ger to talk us through the Chagas Profit Monitor Pig Recording Programme for those that might not be familiar with it and to outline how it works and how it can be used. A lot of farms farmers use uh, the Profit Monitor and they use it really to, to allow them um, analyze their performance on their farms. Most farmers will, will fill in the data input sheet every 13 weeks, and that 13 weeks then rolls into uh, the previous uh, uh, quarter's figures. So they can compare the four quarters' uh, figures uh, on, an, on an ongoing basis uh, and look at the, their uh, current performance relative to their previous performance. The beauty of the profit monitor system is that because it's a web-based system, we can then use those figures uh, to compare and uh, com- compile national average figures as well. So that's a good benchmark and it's a good database for people to see how performance is going uh, on their farm relative to other farms and relative to the average and top 10 and 25% of farms. Now, Jerry, you've just used this program to compile the 2022 figures. Would you like to give the listeners an overview of the herds that are involved in this? Yes, uh, we have at the moment, we have 76 farms uh, with completed data for 2022. And the average herd size on those farms was 744 sows. The range in the sizes of farms will be from anything under 100 sows to much larger farms with over 2,600 sows on those farms. So there's a huge range within it. And the beauty of the web-based system is that we can compile all of the data, but we will do it on a weighted average. So it's not a simple average. So every sow within the system, uh, the performance of each of each animal within the system is is averaged out rather than the, the average for each farm as such. So it gives us a very good bearing as to how performance is going from year to year. Now, 2022 was certainly a very difficult year in pig production for farmers because of high feed and energy prices. How have you seen this affect the performance on farms? It's interesting when you look at it, and, and, and I suppose the first thing, obviously, is that the economic situation last year was, was dire. Um, it was probably the worst year uh, that I've seen, and I'm, I'm working as an advisor for, for nearly 30 years or over 30 years at this stage, uh, the margin over feed, as we recorded, it was 26 cent. And the last time we saw 26 cent was back in 1999. Um, the, but the, the problem last year was that feed prices rose uh, very dramatically, but we also had other uh, costs rising. We also had transport and uh, energy costs uh, rising as well. So the margin over feed that we would always have talked about prior to last year was 45 to 50 cent was a kind of break even type type figure whereas last year 55 cent was what you needed to break even so there were substantial losses made on farms 
And uh, the, the problem really with that has been, uh, you know, in terms of, of farms, let's say, being motivated to to sell pigs. When you're losing money on pigs uh, uh, that are going out the gate each week, it's very difficult to be motivated. And I suppose it's somewhat reflected in the in the overall KPIs, the key performance indicators, in that the uh, K- main KPIs have uh, dropped or uh, uh, disimproved as such last year relative to uh, the previous year. If we concentrate first on sow performance and the main key performance indicators, there were some changes in 2022. Can you talk us through them? Yeah, if we uh, look at the um, the pigs produced per sow, which is really the, the number of, of pigs that a sow produces minus all of the mortality on the farm. And the uh, Pigs produced per sow in 2021 was 28.1 pigs per sow. Last year, it dropped to 27.4. And uh, the main reason for that uh, was that even though the born alive rose on farms uh, from 14.69 to 14.81 as an average born alive uh, per litter, uh, the number of litters dropped slightly from 2.27 to 2.24. But the post-weaning mortality uh, increased. And the post-weaning mortality for weaners was 3.33 last year, while the previous year it was 2.72%. So there was a rise in, in, in weaner mortality. And then in finisher mortality, the uh, mortality last year was 3%, whereas the previous year it was 2.6%. Uh, so the mortalities rose, the born alive uh, um, improved last year, but unfortunately the post-weaning mortality uh, rose. The interest, interestingly enough, the piglet mortality remained the very same. It was 11.1%. And it's very hard to know, um, just going back to the previous question, um, because of the difficult economic situation, it, the post-weaning mortality may reflect a number of items. One is possibly uh, less antibiotics going into feed, zinc oxide coming out, being taken out of, of weaner rations. Um, but also, I would say the labour on farms perhaps was reduced to the minimum and the, uh, you know, the element of um, mortality may have crept up as a result of that. And if we were to look at the top 25% of farms in terms of pigs per sow per year, what do we see in terms of performance? Yeah, the the number of pigs produced per sow on the average farm, as I said, was 27.4 pigs per sow last year. On the top 25% of farms, that figure was 30.3 pigs produced per sow. The litters per sow on that top 25% of farms was uh, 2.31, uh, sorry, 2.3 litters per sow. Uh, per year, and the born alive on those farms was was fifteen point three one. So there's there's a rise, a uh, higher level of born alive on those top twenty five percent, and there's also a higher level of um, pig of uh, litters per sow. But also the weaner and finisher mortality is lower. The weaner mortality on those top twenty five percent is two point five five percent. 
and this the finisher mortality was uh, 2.48 or 2.5%. So you're seeing a lower level of mortality on those and the piglet mortality also on those farms was uh, 9.3%. So lower mortality, higher litters per sow and a higher born alive is giving those top 25% of farms the 30.3 pigs produced per sow. So they're achieving you know, higher, higher um, sow output and they're also uh, achieving lower mortalities, which suggests, I suppose, that from a healthcare and management point of view, they're in a better position than perhaps uh, some farms that are included in the average figures. Yes, quite a significant difference. Now, if we look at growing pigs, how was the performance in 2022? Yeah, in 2021, we start there. The average growth rate from the time the pig was weaned off the sow uh, at, at approximately seven kilos up to sale weight was 750 grams so that's the daily gain um per let's say 750 grams per day last year in 2022 the average daily gain from weaning to sale was 736 grams so it dropped by 14 grams per day interestingly the sale weight was the very very same at 118.4 kilos live weight and uh, the the kill out was slightly uh, poor, giving us a, a slightly poor uh, dead weight. But the, from from weaning to sale, when we look at those figures, it's based on a live weight basis, and um, those those figures, let's say, are showing that 736 grams was what was achieved last year relative to 750 the previous year. So there is a a slight cut off there or, or drop there, and again, that may reflect some of the issues that farmers also had to deal with on top of the, the economics, but also let's say some of the issues in relation to uh, taking zinc oxide out of the diet. Absolutely. Ger, what happened in relation to fee conversion weaning to sale in 2022? Yes, in 2022, the fee conversion from weaning to sale rose to 2.45. So in 2021, that figure was at 2.39. So effectively, we had a disimprovement in the fee conversion from weaning to sale of 0.06 of a, a unit on feed conversion. So that's that means we're using more feed ultimately to uh, achieve weight gain in our pigs. Now, feed is a major cost in the production of pygmies. So can you tell us what the feed cost is on the average and the top 25% of, of farms in 2022? As I said, in 2022, the average was 2.45 uh, feed conversion from weaning to sale. The top 25% of farms achieved a feed conversion of 2.28. So, uh, you know, their, their saving on feed is quite substantial. Now, we can't take it one for one because in the top 25% of farms, they sold their, their pigs at a lighter weight. They sold their pigs at 113.7 kilos live weight, whereas on the average farm, the uh, sale weight was 118.4 kilos live weight. So if we balance up for the um, sale of of sale uh, of, of pig meat and the reduced feed that uh, those top 25% of farms used, their feed cost was, they say the average was coming in at 153.6 uh, cent per kilo, whereas the top 25% were coming in at 7 cent less per kilo on feed cost. So that's a substantial saving. And it shows you, let's say, that feed conversion 
particularly because feed prices were so high last year, there was a huge return on achieving a very good feed conversion. Aside from feed costs, what other costs are dealt with and were there any other major increases in 2022? Yes, we, we look at all of the feed costs that farmers report uh, in their on their data input sheet. The normal figures, let's say, that we look at all, all the heat, uh, heat power and light, the healthcare, labour and all of the other uh, costs that are, that are uh, detailed within the data input sheet. The main changes, I suppose, last year that showed up were in relation to the energy costs. Apart from the feed costs going up substantially, the energy costs also went up substantially. And heat power and light in 2021 was 7.1 cent. Last year, it was 9.2. Now, most of us would have expected that that figure would have gone up higher when we see the energy costs that, that uh, and, and the bills that people are facing. But a number of farmers would have uh, let's say secured and fixed their um, deals with their energy suppliers. So uh, the 9.2 cent is where heat power and light came in. The transport cost uh, came in at uh, 2.1 cent per kilo deadweight. And uh, that was one cent per kilo deadweight the previous year. So again, a rise there. And um, one hopes that those those energy costs will will start to reduce as energy costs appear to be reducing now, but uh, they were substantial enough and um, they were the main costs that would have changed relative to the previous year. So uh, overall, those costs added to the uh, production cost. And that's why we, we said last year, you, you know, you would need a margin over feed of 55 cent rather than the, the 50 uh, figure, uh, fifty cent figure that we would have quoted before. Joe, when putting the figures together, was there anything that really surprised you? The, when, when you look at these figures, and every year we, we've looked at these figures, we've always seen an improvement uh, on an ongoing basis. And last year, it's the first time we've seen that number of pigs produced per sow drop. And also the, the feed conversion from weaning to sale has been slowly but surely improving uh, over the years. What surprised me, I suppose, is that you know step backwards. We've gone backwards rather than forwards last year. Um, on the KPIs, but that may, as I said earlier, that may reflect the economic uh, conditions and the, you know, the labour element that's on farms because farms, a lot of farms are struggling to find uh, labour. But secondly, let's say because t- uh, margins were so tight last year, they they stripped labour back as far as they possibly could, and from that perspective, uh, those KPIs. While they're, when you look at them initially and you say, gosh, this, this is a, a major surprise, when you put it into the perspective of, of the difficulties that the sector was facing last year, I probably am not surprised, really. Yeah, it has to be reflected somewhere. These figures have been compiled for a long time now. How long do we have records for and what is the trend in the pigs produced per sow per year? We have records dating back probably into the 1990s, but um, we've compiled them, let's say, if, uh, you know, each year. If we look at it and, and just go back to the year 2000, it's a nice uh, start as such. The number of pigs produced per sow in the year 2000 was 21 and a half pigs per sow per year. It's a nice figure to remember. So 21 and a half pigs per sow in the year 2000. We're now up at 27.4. The sale weight of the pigs in, in the year 2000 was 90.1 kilos live weight, whereas now we're up at 118.4 uh, kilos live weight. So 
there's been a substantial increase in the amount of pig meat produced per sow. And, you know, when we look at those figures and you start to look at them, even from a sustainability point of view, you can start to see that the there are improvements or there have been improvements in the overall figures of using so much feed to achieve uh, so much gain or, or, or meat production as such. So, you know, it's it's part of an argument that you would say um, supports the, the um, improvements uh, in sustainability. And a large measure of that improvement over the years has been improvements in genetics, uh, growth rates, the, uh, feed conversions, and also improvements in uh, nutritional uh, management on, on, on farms as well. So there, there has been a lot of improvements there over the years, and it's, that's probably the reason that it's, it's important to look at these figures on an ongoing basis to see, are we improving, and to try and benchmark that improvement year on year. As I said, last year is the first year that we've come back a little bit in performance, but one would hope that that, that, that will improve again this year now that the, the profitability is coming back into the sector. With the Profit Monitor program, farmers can benchmark their figures against the average and top performing farms. Can you talk us through this a small bit? Yeah, when when any farmers uh, produces uh, their or when they supply their data input sheet, their advisor will produce the the report, the detailed report for, on the Profit Monitor, and they can also, if they wish, get a benchmark report to, to compare their most recent quarter with the average in the top 25% of farms on, on the system. So it's a, it's a nice report to do, um, you know, every now and again. You don't need to do it every time you do your your, your figures, but it is a nice report to to generate, particularly to start a conversation on the farm to say, okay, we're in the, t- when the, we're in the average uh, figures, but uh, let's try and get to the top 25%. So it's, it's a nice way of trying to say, okay, we can actually achieve it. The one thing that I would always say, from looking at these figures and looking at the top 20 to 25% and the top 10% of, of farms is that there are farms out there achieving a you know much better results and those those improvements as i said earlier the top 25% of farms based on feed conversion they were getting a, a an improvement in their feed cost of 7 cent that's a huge price uh, for any for any farmer to to look for seven cent per kilo of pig meat is a huge return if you can achieve that and the the you know the element of then sitting down and saying okay if we are in the average group why are we in the average group if we're in the top twenty five percent those guys are looking at it and saying okay how do we get into into the top ten percent so everything is driving uh, forward with a view towards trying to improve the economic. Um, returns from from the system, but also to to improve the performance on the system as well. Yeah, in a difficult year like last year, the the difference between them was never so important and obvious. I suppose that's that's correct. And and last year was a very very difficult year. And while it's very difficult to motivate motivate yourself to achieve performance, let's say by farming your way out of the out of the crisis, um, you will. Get a, a, a you know get in, in, involved in reducing uh, the deficits or the losses uh, at a much faster rate if you are able to improve your performance. If we look at some of the other major players in Europe, how do our figures compare for 2022? The the Interpig group looks at uh, production and and performance uh, on an international basis. And over the years, let's say the 2022 figures for 20, um, for the Interpig group, they won't be compiled until 
uh, late August or thereabouts each year. But historically, when we look at the European figures and the output, the Dutch and the Danes are probably the the, the two set, uh, two countries we look at most. And the main reason for looking at them is that they, they are the, the high achievers in terms of the Danes are pushing forward um, on pigs produced per sow per year. They're over 17 born alive. Their, their, their piglet mortality would be higher than our 11.1%, but the number of pigs produced per sow would be a lot more, a lot higher than our 20 point, uh, 27.4. The, but the, the, Dan, the Danish production system, we have to be careful in, in the sense that the Danish production system is generally based on uh, buying in F1 gilts into the farm from, uh, from outside uh, high health uh, farms and their health status, let's say, within the farms, was, is probably a lot, a lot better than on, on a, a, you know, a large portion of Irish farms. Um, the second element of that would be that the Danish, looking at the figures, the Danish uh, daily gain figures would be probably stronger than our our figures as well. But that may be because of the high health status on on their farms. The Dutch are probably the 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 favourites or the or the leaders on the feed conversion side of it. And again, let's say the Dutch grow their pigs a little bit more slowly, but their their feed conversions would be would be very very good. And we would benchmark our figures against uh, both of those countries, particularly just to see uh, you know are we making are we making strides to achieve what they're achieving. The genetics in Ireland at this stage are are quite similar to what they have you know in in Denmark and in in the Netherlands. And from that perspective, there's no reason as to why we can't start to uh, get to the high figures that they're that they are achieving. What's next for the profit monitor system in relation to the pig sector? Can we expect any changes or improvements? Yeah, well, you know, we're we're always trying to improve the or increase the number of farmers that are using the profit monitor. And the the main reason for that we we would feel is that it's a good tool for any farmer to compare their their figures with any other pig farmer in the country. The, there are a number of um, computerized recording systems that we um, that we have looked at and we are working with some of those companies that that supply those recording systems with a view towards them generating the data input sheet so that we're streamlining the, the compilation of the data input sheet. And once we have the data input sheet, we can run the figures that are being achieved on each individual farm um through our through the profit monitor system so over the next couple of years i would be hopeful that while we have probably about 42 or 43 percent of the national sow herd on on the profit monitor i'd be hopeful that we could increase that uh, quite substantially by linking with some of those computer companies and trying to generate that data input sheet uh, from uh, the records that are on those systems. So it's, it's, it's I suppose, using the technology to uh, help us all, let's say, achieve and, and improve performance on farms. Yeah, it's efficiencies for everybody, really. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so it's, it, and it does make sense to, to try and achieve that because there are systems out there and, and a number of systems that, that farmers are using currently that I would say we're getting very, very close to 
uh, that that input sheet been been uh, ready to to uh, be produced. So once we get there, um, and we we can re we can reliably un uh, understand that the figures that are going into that data input sheet are exactly as we would interpret them um, for, for the profit monitor. Well, then we're we're in a good place in, in terms of driving that forward. Thanks, Chair. A lot of information there. Thanks for your interpretation and your insight. Thank you. That's it for this episode of The Pig Edge, and thanks a million to Jer for joining me on the show. Don't forget to listen and follow on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast from, so you never miss an episode. And for more information from the Pig Development Department, go to chagas.ie forward slash pigs and follow us on Twitter at at Until next time, I'm Amy Quinn. Thanks for listening. <laughs>